0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Tech Deck Podcast. I'm John Martin. And I'm Dean Reverman. All right, Dean, you got an electric vehicle, right? Oh, I do, yes. Uh, do you, you, know, do you uh, have a lot of options for where you can get out there and charge it when you need to charge it? Mm, maybe not as much as yeah. there should be. We well, get, I have one at home, so right. that's that's very helpful. We got one at right. the office. I
1: well, We do now have one at the office, yeah, yes. Yeah, and we'll,
0: we're liking we'll that. kind of give an explanation for why we have one at the office. Well, so. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But Just, as I travel around, well, okay, so I have a Tesla, a Model 3, so you can find, you know, the Tesla
0: charging station. but other than that Kind of slim pickings. Just kind of slim pickings, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but that's going to change, and we know that's oh, going to change. It needs to change, the Electric yes. vehicles are coming. That's right. I and mean, they're here, but there's that's more right. and more on the way. They're yep. coming soon. Yep. Now, if you haven't noticed, we've got an extra person sitting here with us today. We oh, yes. This doesn't happen too often. <laughs> we've got Ben Simon with us today. He's our he's our guy on the inside for all things EV charging. Absolutely. So that's our topic today. We're going to get into this whole conversation about EV charging stations. We're going to talk about where there might be opportunity Opportunities. for bars Yes, there. Yes. Blue stars in on this game. Yes. We think there there can be opportunity, what the landscape looks like. You've hinted at that a few times before. Absolutely. Dive a little further than that. No, no,
1: no, no. Now we got the guru here. Yeah, exactly. So we're talking
0: EVC SAS. Mm -hmm, Another mm -hmm. acronym that we love to throw around out here. (laughs) Like Uh, this industry needs more electric vehicle charging solutions as a service, right? Yes, sir. All right, cool. Glad I figured that one out. All right. Uh, So yeah, that's it. That's our topic today. We're going to talk about this landscape. Ben's going to help us figure out a little bit of where where the opportunity is. We're going to talk about our partnership with Loop, yep. and how that's informed what we're doing here and what mm-hmm. we're offering out to Vars to go out and maybe uh, you know cash in on this this uh, trend, not trend, this yep. m- shift in society and in the way we we operate and the vehicles we drive. That's that's coming down the way.
1: Absolutely, uh, we're
0: gonna talk about industries, what industries you should be targeting, what you know, what Vars industries they might be in mm-hmm. that we know that you know could be a good fit for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna talk about the recurring revenue opportunities ah, here. What? Financing. What did you just say? Recurring <laughs> revenue. Revenue? Ding, 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 ding. We should uh-huh. we need to have a bell in here that we ring or like a big right. flashing light. Recurring <laughs> revenue. revenue. Yes. I always love the opportunity to do that voice. So uh yeah, that's it. We we had all this cool stuff we're gonna do, plus our usual value of the VAR. What's tech connecting with us? It's time to plug in and get connected.
2: Welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. It's time to get connected. Get connected.
0: All right. As I said, Ben Simon is our guest today. He is the uh, the emerging technologies BDM for yes, Blue Star. Sir. Brought on board, and it's been maybe the last year or so, or
2: yeah, about nine months now.
0: Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Well. Uh, so, so his job basically has been to come in and to, and to help out with all these, you know, high you know, uh, high potential uh, technologies that uh, we're trying to bring into the fold here and introduce to our VARs. So give us a little bit about your background, Ben. You know, where'd you come from? How'd you get here? And, uh, you know, maybe your stake in the EV charging realm.
2: Absolutely. Like, uh, like you said, my name is Ben and I'm the Emerging Technologies Business Development Manager. Um, I came from a background in software sales and hardware sales with Xerox. Um, did that for a few years and spent about twelve years in the army. I um, got exposed to a lot of emerging technologies, uh, which yeah, was very right? neat. Yeah, I was lucky. I get it first, yeah, yeah, lucky enough to get connected with Blue Star and land this position. Excited to be here and excited to talk about EV charging today. There nice, you go. Nice, glad to have you here. So, and thank you for your service, sir. Yes,
0: yeah. definitely. All right, well then, let's get into this then, because you know, you know, I, I think we need to kind of talk a little bit about the landscape. There was a Tech Bites episode, uh, I don't know, some maybe like a month or so back or whatever, mm-hmm. where you were kind of talking a little bit about the expectation. Yes. Of EV chargers, and yes. what we expected there. Yep. I'm gonna throw a couple stats at here real quick first, and let, let you guys kind of talk about the opportunity mm-hmm. that's out there and, and why our vars maybe should be getting involved in that. So you know, the the Biden administration, a big part of their uh, in, what is it, the Inflation Act, I believe, the Inflation Reduction Act, or Infl- the, um, <laughs> yeah, the Inflation no, Act. No, no, ah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Not that one. was I'll a Freudian out. slip. No, yeah, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the, uh, the Recovery Act or whatever it was. The, you know, where they were you know adding jobs to the market and all that stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know the 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 new initiative. That they've that they've had in order to expand out you know, potential you know, business opportunities and expand mm-hmm. out our infrastructure. There we yep, go. That was what is. I was looking for. The infrastructure the infrastructure yes. law they passed. Well, it included $7.5 billion in EV charging investments, $10 billion clean transportation, and over $7 billion in EV battery components. And a big part of that, and this is what I think you singled out before, was that we were looking at five hundred that they want five hundred thousand EV chargers available that's by twenty thirty across the country. Yeah. So se- that's that far off. Seven years. Seven dude, years. Is. Yeah, seven six and years a half at this point. Yeah, to
1: put five hundred thousand of them in the ground.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's not obviously not just the Tesla stuff. You know, no. we're talking about opening yeah. up some of the other ones Absolutely. for everybody to use. So right. there's, there's obviously going to be a lot more of these charging stations that are expected to be around the country. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And then a couple you know statistics I'll throw out here that are you can find on our saAS site, which of course I'll link in the show notes for you guys to check out. One out of five new cars will be electric by 2025. Mm-hmm. So we're only looking at another year and a half even for that. Yep. And 120 million EVs are expected to be on the road by. 20- 2030 so 120 million evs 500,000 charging stations i mean one out of every five cars yep it's it's happening the opportunity is happening clearly the vehicles are coming the charging stations are coming so so then let's answer that question then though if you can't figure this out already what's the opportunity here for our VARs
2: Well, you know, like you said, there's about $8 billion of federal funding available, which is great because a lot of times we get a lot of up to 80% of the project covered, which is really nice when you're selling something that doesn't cost a lot of money because it's federally backed. Right. Mm, Nice. Um, And luckily, you know, we're in a space where I like to tell people it's like selling the iPod the year before the iPod came out because we're at about 15% (laughs) nationwide um, of all of the chargers that we have set to go. Right. You know, for the most part in the U.S., the corridors are, are starting to get covered, but there's still parts where you're not going to be able to drive your Tesla. Like, for instance, you can't drive from San Antonio to Denver right now in an EV because wow. there's not enough charging space stations along the way. So with the government setting aside specifically the NEVI Fund is what I wanted to talk about today. Mm. It's, a, it's a great program which allows businesses who want public-facing chargers um, to put them in these places um, as long as they're within a mile of the interstate. And they're covering up to 80% of the project costs to include – Um, the installation charges. Mm -hmm. Now, that's cool. So what is it called again? The NEVI? NEVI program, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's within a mile of an interstate. A mile of an interstate and in one of the major 12 corridors across the U.S., it's the federal funding is available. And it's for any vertical. You can put them at hospitals, hotels, convenience stores, wherever you want. And it's specifically targeted at the fast chargers so you're looking at that sub 45 minute charge time which Mm -hmm. is what a lot of ev drivers are looking for right right and it uh it's wrapped around the convenience charging model of charging while you're doing your day-to-day activities what I thought was interesting is Forbes put out an article uh, a couple months back where they interviewed a lot of EV drivers, and it was 90% of them wanted to charge while they're already doing their day-to-day activities. And they listed mm, shopping sense. malls mm-hmm. as well as grocery stores as their top two requested locations mm-hmm. for yep. EV charging. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah, makes yeah.
0: sense. Yeah, I mean, I guess unlike a traditional gas station where you just go pump, you know, you're there for maybe five minutes and, yeah. and you're done and move on, obviously it's a little more time potentially. It's still – relatively short you know is what we're getting yeah. we're trying to get as short as possible but still something where you're not going to want to just sit there and wait the entire time exactly 45 minutes to
2: pop in the store get your grocery shopping done and you're and you're done charging you are at 100 nice okay. i love the i love the analogy <laughs> you can sell an ipod before the ipods came <laughs> yeah. out
1: and dude when you think about it though i mean that's kind of the opportunity yeah here, is, it really is the fact that
0: we know it's happening
1: we've got enough gas stations out there mm-hmm. if you, it's not hard to find gas but if one out of every five cars is going to be electrified Where are we going to charge them all? The the infrastructure does not exist. So if you could rewind back to, I don't know, the 1920s and 1930s and put in a gas station or something like that at that point in time, that's kind of what what we're talking about, number one. Number two, when you think about the reseller's perspective, they often or never since payments have they really been able to get in the revenue of something that's being installed right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know I mean if you take a the traditional POS reseller they're going to go out there they're going to install the point of sale they've got the great relationship happening with the retail establishment or whatnot but that that's pretty much it then yeah. payments came along they could start getting a couple of nickels on the payments but this opportunity to get into uh, and be a part of the revenue share on the electric vehicle that's something that's a very you know interesting and that's yeah. part yeah. of the overall opportunity so you know and as we've Talked about the VAR 2.0. When you think about what what is a VAR going to do? Or you know now moving forward, right. you have to look to expand what you can bring to the table mm-hmm. to the people that you have a relationship with. If you have a relationship with that retail establishment or that uh, grocery store or the hotel or whatever it might be or gas stations, right? We got a lot of um, um, resellers that play in the C store, um, you know, environment. These are exactly the types of people yep. that you want to approach with this type of an opportunity. Yeah, no yeah. so,
0: doubt. Well, then so. Let's Let's talk a little bit about our partnership here, then, with Loop. Um, you know, and, and and why why did we get involved with them? How did that come to come to be? And you know, what's you know what's what goes into their solutions to make this actually happen?
2: Mm. Yeah, well, we've been looking at expanding emerging tech at Blue Star for a while now, and creating opportunities for monthly recurring revenue because you know, in twenty twenty three, it's never been more important to add baseline revenue to your business. And so, with some of our partners, you know, we got together and got introduced to Loop through FabCon. Um, And we were able to help them put together such great solutions uh, like the focus unit, which Mm -hmm. is a a collaboration between Loop, Smartify, and FabCon, which is where you're going to see the reoccurring revenue from advertising dollars. Right. Yeah, I think there's good stuff I'll, there. I'll throw
1: in here that Loop is channel friendly. You know, they understand mm-hmm. the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are a reseller, you now have a partner, and that was one of the attractive things for us, is, okay, you know, understanding, there there are a couple players out there, right, in this charging world, and there's going to be more. I mean, I'm sure they're going to start coming out of the woodwork with the amount of dollars that the, the government's putting behind it, uh, amount of dollars that private's going to put behind it, those types of things. But you have a company that was kind of born out of the electric industry, so they, they they already knew the electrical world, electrical contracting type of world. A couple of the guys that run the company kind of came from that environment, got into that environment, but they understand the channel and working through Resellers right, uh, right. really, really well. And that is their play. And so, you, as we've always talked about, you know, resellers obviously want to embrace those people that are going to be there for them. So, they already have built in a network of support. They know mm-hmm. how to support resellers. They've got training programs behind the scenes that can get you up to speed or uh, just get you, uh, you know, a little bit along the way. And they can do the, you know, the, the hard work, if you will, of getting it. So, anyway, they've got a really robust plan that is ba- built
2: for channel. Um, being channel friendly. Yeah. yeah. And what's great about that and being channel friendly is Loop makes the hardware and the software. So their software right. is fully customizable. Nice. So let's say you had a hotel and you wanted to be able to have your customers pay with their rewards points. Well, Loop, that's easy for them to do compared to the competitors. They just do all of that in-house and they can integrate with almost any system out there. Now, that's a really good point. I yeah, mean, it's like yeah. this
1: turnkey solution, right? It's the hardware and the software uh, that can be deployed. So th- so really, the solution is there, Right. right? Uh it's just a matter of getting the right relationship going or with these folks uh and moving forward. Maybe you could talk a little bit, Ben, because there are a couple stratas, right? Meaning you can you can become a fully Uh, authorized loop installer but that's like that's that's more of a rarity because that's you are now you're like electrician level where you're installing it or you can just be a partner uh, and and tap into the loop network of installations partners absolutely yeah loop has
2: got a great existing nationwide and covering canada as well uh certified install partners which you're more than welcome to use if you're going to go and get into the loop space of selling Mm -hmm. Uh, but you're also welcome to use electricians of your own loop has a training program so if you have electricians on staff or you have a great relationship Relationship with a contractor. Loop will go out and get them trained up, and know make sure they know everything they need to uh, get these in the ground. That's awesome. So think about
1: it. Here you are. You're a reseller. You own the relationship with restaurants, retail, whatever in your area. Government entities. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're going to know an electrician or two. I guarantee it along the <laughs> I'm way. I'm sure, yeah. Um, there you go. Th- th- that's what we're saying. I mean, Loop can it help enable that. And th- these are the types of partners. And that, that was, again, part of the attraction to Blue Star was, oh, these guys kind of get it. You right, know, They right. understand how to develop a solution around this ecosystem that can really scale uh, right. very, very quickly. Right. And that's That's the whole idea. We've kind of done a little crawl, walk, run on our side too. Of kind of you know launching this and starting to get this forward and there's a lot that Blue Star had to learn along yeah. the way and still learning quite candidly uh, some of the some of the nuance on it but we got it down now and a good partner here to move forward yeah because this has
0: been behind the scenes kind of happening you know for the last couple of years or so I mean, oh, we've really sure. been you know I I remember EVC SaaS coming up at some point yeah. quite some time ago yeah. and it's been kind of a slow progression but yeah. to your point it's because we needed to make sure that we we got them where it needed to be for this this channel ecosystem that's right and I think that's where it's important I think for some of vars ours to understand, because maybe you've been burned in the past by some of these emerging technologies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe you've heard like, "Hey, here's, got a good one. Here's yeah. the latest and greatest emerging <laughs> technology that's going to be the thing, and make you all tons of money." And then it just kind of fizzles and burns, or yeah. does or isn't really a fit for our channel. Yeah, isn't yeah. really a fit with the other industries that our that our bars are primarily working in. But I think this is one where we've we've done enough work behind the scenes, and then as we we're moving along, and, and to your point, yeah, Loop has been they've been very good at getting out there and getting in front of our folks. You know, I know at Vartech last year, like, you know, that was one, a very popular booth to, for people to visit. Ben, every time you post Stuff from Beer Travels with them on, mm-hmm. on LinkedIn, I always just see so many people around. There's always, seems like there's a, a crowd always hanging out that wants to see them Absolutely. and their solutions. Like, it's, and, and that's, I think that should be, hopefully, your understanding. If you are not someone who's been to any of those shows yet, yeah. has not seen and met with Loop and seen the, the reaction to what they do, you should understand that, like, there, we're not talking about just some w- one more piece of emerging technology that we're just hoping yeah. throwing at the wall and hoping <laughs> sticks. Yeah. This one's this one is is legit.
2: You yeah. know, and I've done a lot of trade shows with different products before, but I can tell you at customer end shows, mm. I it, you have a line. You know, I'm sitting there talking to somebody. I got five people waiting to talk to me. That's There's never enough people in the booth when you have EV <laughs> charging from Loop. People are coming from all over the show, and all they want to talk about is EV charging because a lot of these customers that own businesses know that they're going to be required to have them in their yep. parking lot. Yep. yep, definitely.
1: Maybe we can get into a little bit of the basics around EV charging, and not sp- spend a lot of time here. But you know, let's let's just go over the three levels of charging, sure, uh, real quick. So, in you know, kind of back to where we how we opened the show. Um, yeah, I've got a little charger at my house. It's technically what is called a level two charger, mm-hmm. uh, level one charger. I don't know, Ben.
2: That's like plug in, right? Yeah, level okay. one charger is like a, it's like a trickle charger. You yeah, know, it's yeah. going to take depending on your car model twelve to twenty four hours right. to go zero right. to one hundred. It's nice to have at your house because it usually comes with the car. It's pretty affordable, but mm-hmm. if you're you know driving a lot and you're not parked at your house a lot, it's not really a great right. option. Right. You know, and um, Loop does cover level one all the way through level three. They have a great option for a home model that's great for apartment buildings or residential. Um, and then getting into level two, you're looking at that four to eight hour charge time, again, depending on the model of level two and the model of your vehicle. Um, mm-hmm. But the great options and, you know, to go into level two charging is not even a huge expense for a lot of people. No, right. It's very reasonable. Um You'd be surprised at at what you can get into it for. Yeah,
1: you know? and before we get to level three, I mean, like you can you can put pedestals right and, and yeah. mount a couple of these easily at a. Re- I like the fact that you tapped into residential because you know there's a lot of apartment complexes, mm-hmm. things of that mm-hmm. nature. I mean, th- these are going to be gold mines for yep. for developing yep. this because you know unlike me, I have a house with a garage and I can you know plug it in. But right. if you live in an apartment or if you live in an urban dense area, it's real it's harder right, right. to, yeah. to, to right. get your car charged. And so the, that's where these are going to start popping. up up yeah and there's
0: and let's be honest there's going to be the demand for it because more and more consumers are going to want these vehicles mm -hmm. and as more of them want them they're going to demand hey i need i need a charging station that is convenient for me Mm -hmm. i need it either to be some either where i'm working where i'm living someplace that i am on a regular basis and there's the demand is going to force this to happen even if the, the particular places that we're talking about don't think, they, even if they don't see it as viable and think like, nah, there's I don't see any reason to do this. There's right. just not a lot of electric cars around here. Well, yeah. there's not a lot of electric cars around here, potentially, because you're know the, the because you not offering this yet. You're mm-hmm. not seeing them because they're not coming to you. They're going to the places where that's, they Well, they that's a really
1: good that. point, right? Yeah. That's what you do. All these cars are smart enough to pick out where the next charger right, is. Right. So you're not seeing them. They're, they're yeah. just moving on. So, yeah, exactly. so we got
2: the trickle charger, we got the level two, and then the, we got the big daddy, right? Yep. Level three. You know, you're talking about your sub 45 minute charge time, depending on your model and uh, loop covers the full spectrum all the way down to the 75 KW. Yeah, it's great. And those are the fast chargers, so that's yeah. where you're pulling up, and you know, and, and so I did
1: that at, at a Myers, you know, and it's to your point, I, it's kind of like a what I'm gathering is that people that own EVs, it's just a it's just a way of life, right? Right. right. Oh, I'm, I got to run to the store, so when I go to run to the store, I'm gonna plug in while I'm there, right? And I was there for like 15 minutes, and my car was almost completely, you know, it went from whatever I got 60 percent of charging out right, of that, and that's right. just the way that that that's the way it is, yeah, right? Yeah. And that, that's just the new way and. So of going to the gas station on my way to the store i'm just charging at the store when i get right. my stuff done so which yeah. is
2: exactly why you want these in businesses you know yeah, i right. went to a hotel show recently and i was talking to a lot of these owners and they say you know if they don't have EV charging, people who drive these cars and people who are renting cars from Hertz, because Hertz, 60% of their fleet's now EV, mm. they're not going to stay at your hotel. Yeah. That's right. And the nice thing about Loop is they're integrated with all the booking sites. So when you can sort by EV chargers, and they're on nice. Apple Maps and Google Maps. So it's really putting your business out there, one, as a nice add-on for your customers. And two, it's almost like a marketing tool, because it's going to draw more mm. business mm. to your property, whether it's a restaurant, hotel, shopping, because right, right. all those EV drivers are now going to patronize your business. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, we've talked a lot about these industries, obviously, you know, the potential places to place these. And retail is obviously an obvious one, you know, grocery stores, hospitality venues. You kind of mentioned healthcare hospitals earlier. Are there any others? You know, maybe talk a little more about that. And are there any other places where You know, we were looking to potentially install these that our VARs might already be working with and have a relationship with.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think you're starting to see them a lot at businesses. You know, like we have EV charging here at Blue Star because Mm -hmm. it's a great benefit for employees and Mm -hmm. retention and attracting top talent. You know, a lot of people from my generation are choosing to drive EV and they want to work at a place that supports that.
0: And even old guys like like Dean here. Yeah, he's a young guy guy (laughs) like me. Well, I mean that's good. I mean that's that's as important. I think obviously the yeah. you know, the business side of things you've got to. To your point again, it's just it's one more you know thing that you can throw out there to you know a someone you have a relationship with where you can say something like, hey, you know what? Maybe you weren't thinking about this before. Maybe this wasn't an idea that you had in mind. But guess what? You can ri- attract. Younger talent with this. Yeah. If, if you're struggling to attract young talent. For sure. Guess what? This might be literally, you, you might not think it's important. It's that important, but it just might be. Somebody might make the decision to work for you instead of somewhere else mm-hmm. just because they can charge their car mm-hmm. every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's
2: what I love about our focus unit, which is our programmatic digital advertising charging unit. You know, I got a great response from movie theaters when I was out at CinemaCon. They were like, this oh, is fantastic. Yeah. I would love to have this in my parking lot. The charge time, you know, you can get about 30% charge while you're watching a yeah. movie. And being able to have some of their own ads cycled through, they're talking about they want to throw up movie theater ads and, and promotions for upcoming films and stuff. And they absolutely loved the idea of the focus unit. Yeah. Yeah. So what he's talking about there is a charging unit that has a screen in it,
1: right. basically, right? Yeah. And so not only is there revenue coming off of the charge, but there can be revenue that's coming off the program that is running on the display yeah. and the digital signage. And it can get highly targeted. That's why they call it programmatic. Uh, and there's there's another boon there. That, but that's a whole other podcast on <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, that we'll it get is. Into yes, it.
0: and we'll talk a little more about that recurring revenue here too. So, you know, I think wh- when you think about other verticals, real quick, right? Uh, talk to us a little bit about gov, right? So,
1: government, whether it's state, local, federal, I mean, right? There's money there. There yes. are municipalities. There are cities that are like tasked right now. They've got. Hasn't the Postal
0: Service like committed yes. to e- like EV vehicles? FedEx, soon? UPS, yeah. Postal Service, exactly.
2: Cities, counties, states. You're seeing. Um, RFPs for these the NEVI grant coming from just about everyone you can imagine. You know, we have responded, we're responding and helping our VARs respond to so many RFPs on the government side of things. Yeah. Um, And it's a great program to get into. And one thing that Loop kind of specializes in is meeting the requirements of this because they're so specific on what you have to have for these NEVI grants. And one of the big ones is it has to be made in the USA. Mm. And Loop is is made and assembled in El Segundo, California. So it's a perfect fit. Right. I see. see. Look at the opportunity there. I mean, literally we're talking it's billions of dollars you right, know this is right.
1: like little m- amounts of money when you disperse billions of dollars it's it, it's and so you're seeing deal sizes right ben from maybe 30k you know or up to tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. mm-hmm. of projects that are that are getting queued up right to, right. to start this investment I, I, how do you get to 500 uh five hundred thousand chargers in seven years it's a massive effort oh, yeah. to, to do it, and the ball is starting to roll, which is why we feel it's so important to yeah. kind of raise the red flag yeah. or the flag of opportunity. And I can
2: tell you the VARs that we are working with that have grabbed onto this and kind of been the early adopters here at Blue Star are loving the product. They're loving the sales cycle, you know, and, you know, 2023 you know, things are a little uncertain with a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking about bringing on a product that's federally backed with dollars, you mm-hmm. can't really lose. Right. You <laughs> yeah. should absolutely be considering selling EB charging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, you know, I love the fleet angle too, because I think most people think about EV charging. They're just thinking personal vehicles. They're mm-hmm. thinking you know the stuff that we all are going to be driving. Oh, that's and where a we're really good charge point. Them yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you know I think again we were talking about like you know the postal service and 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 a lot of private businesses that do a lot of you know uh, a lot of fleet work whether it is you know delivery trucks whether it is I mean eventually we're talking we're going to have you know electric semis at some point yeah. too you know mm-hmm. and and i think that's another important angle and that's where some of our vars who maybe maybe they just play in the industrial side of things maybe they're just strictly warehouse and supply chain dealers yeah. if you're thinking like ah this hasn't anything to do with me oh it, it, does. it will it does. because it will. at some point those same people we are working with they're going to have fleet vehicles mm-hmm. that exactly. are going to be electric as well and they're going to need to be able to charge them also
2: yeah and lately i've been producing a lot of linkedin content around ev and i can tell you i've had a few distribution centers reach out and say hey you know, we're This is on our initiative for our company by 2025. We want 50% of our our vans and trucks to be EV vehicles. Let's start talking about it. What can we do? How do we get into it? Who can you connect me with? So the opportunity is absolutely there. There we yeah. go, and then like there's it. that whole the, the the
1: there's the green angle, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you, when you got companies that are trying to embrace this so that yep. they can get some kind of uh,
0: ESG initiative, yeah, there exactly. Go. Yeah. Yep, so.
1: yep, as a part of it, so, but but it's happening, right? Yep. I mean, I, I drove by the we've got a little Amazon satellite DC, you know, kind of close to where we live, and just the other day noticed the whole lineup of EVs that they have and yep. all these charging stations. Yep. So,
0: I mean, it's um, not too often that you get a clear warning and a. You know, ahead of time are notified that there is a trend coming yeah. that if you don't get in on, you're right. going to get left behind. That's this right. is one of those ones that is about as glaring of a, a red light special <laughs> as I yeah. think you're going to get right now. Like, hey, hey looks- cash in on this. This yeah. is the time to get involved. What's
1: fascinating to me, just kind of taking a step back, it's, it's, it's highly de- decentralized right now. I I guess. And Ben, what's your take here? I mean, I I guess some of the gas stations are getting into it. Shell's going to have their own play, Mm -hmm. you know, those folks. But there is opportunity for a lot of people right Right, now. It's not like it's not dominated by any one entity at this point. No. And
2: the way the federal funding is set up, depending on the program that you're talking about, it's there's funding available for everyone who has a public facing parking lot. Nice. Everyone's qualifies for something. And, uh, you know, working with, you know, our team here at Blue Star and our partners at Loop, you know, we'll go out there and help you find which grants that you qualify for and kind Mm -hmm. of hold your hand while you go through the process with your customers to make sure that they're capturing every dollar possible so that we can give you this solution at little to no cost. Yeah, Yeah. man.
0: Like, I would just almost think, you know, if I were a VAR and I had any customer that has, like you said, a public parking lot. I would almost be walking in there to them. I and if I didn't know this already, just asking them, hey, when what people are come here, well, that or oh. like, when people come here, how long are they typically here? Mm-hmm. And if it's any more than half an hour, you know, hour or more, at that point, start that conversation. I mean, yeah. if you have anybody that's going to be spending that much time and parked in your parking lot, why wouldn't you offer somebody? And like
2: what this? resonates with the, these owners that have these buildings and these parking lots is, you know, you're paying the tax on that. Parking lot? What is it doing for you? Are you making yeah, money on the parking point. lot? No, <laughs> you're just spending money, and it's a liability. Let's yeah. let's make that liability convert in, it an asset. That's a good And point. let's create extra revenue for your business. Yeah, you monetizing go. the parking. All lot. right, well
0: then let's get into that extra revenue. We love the SaaS model. We love recurring revenue. It's oh, a big, nice segue, That's yeah. <laughs> some of our favorite things to talk about here at the, <laughs> on the pod. So let's talk about this ongoing profitability. Where what where does it sit for? You know, I think we can maybe talk about this twofold. Like, where does it sit for the end users? You know, for those. who- to decide to install one of these in their lots. But more importantly, for our VARs, yeah. where does it stand for them? Like, what are they getting out of this?
2: Yeah, well, with the end user, obviously, they're getting a piece of everything. You know, mm-hmm. they're getting the, the EV charging revenue, which actually is quite surprising. I remember when I first sat down and I looked at the projections and the actuals that we're seeing out there. It's a lot of money that you can make on EV charging as an end user customer. Nice. And what's nice about doing EV SaaS as a service through Blue Stars is as a VAR, you can share in the revenue of the programmatic advertising, which can be a pretty good revenue stream mm-hmm. for you, you know. Yeah, Um, You know, we're seeing these screens all over the country, so we're getting a really good idea of what they can produce. And, you know, the ranges when you're sticking to the top 50 DMA, specifically in the top 20, are quite profitable. It's not something you're going to want to miss out on.
1: Yeah, you're seeing use cases where maybe you can pay them off within months or less than a year. Maybe those are a bit of an anomaly, but
2: it's not uncommon to see a two-year payoff of of all the equipment, right? And then it's just gravy after that. Yeah, there's a a screen in the ground. I believe in Florida and it was the ROI on it was one year and two months and they did not calculate the EV charging revenue for payback. It was just off of the programmatic. So you left two revenue streams untouched. Yeah right right and it's and it's and it's happening so that's you know fantastic.
1: that's a lot of resellers at least on the point of sale side they understand the recurring revenue right. i think you know the adc folks and 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 those that we that we cater to as well they understand it conceptually as well some of them have it into their business practice but this is definitely a way i mean who doesn't want a new way to get in front of your customer, number one, or a new way to get to new customers, period. Right, right. Uh, with, with this type of thing and make recurring revenue off of it. It's it's you know, it's, it's got so many win-wins behind it. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous <laughs> when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: it is. Well, all right. So let's finish off by talking about the financing part of this then. Absolutely. Because we're we're big fans also of Blue Star of helping our VARs be able to finance these projects and help them then, you know, in turn their customers do the financing piece of things too. So what does that look like with EVC sales? What does the financing look like? How do do we help out there? And and what are the VARs responsible for on their end?
2: Yeah. So the way that it works um, is that when when somebody is looking at buying an EV charging, you have multiple ways, obviously, you can pay cash for it. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you can finance it traditionally a five-year, five-to-seven-year term. Otherwise, what I'd really like to talk about is Loop as a Service Plus, which is a great option for especially a smaller business because you can be cash flow positive with nothing out of pocket from day one one if you hmm. qualify for loop as a service plus nice and you know we're buying down the price with these government grants and then breaking up the payments and using the charging revenue to pay back the term on that that's nice yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so you're saying within a short amount of
1: time so wait a minute, explain the plus one more time so they're not you're you're putting nothing out of nothing
2: out of pocket to include the cost of the installation which is unique to loop because right. most of these places only let you do the hardware there you go and you're you're remaining cash flow positive from day 1. And when we do those revenue estimates for you, it's as conservative as possible. We're basing it off mm-hmm. of one charge for mm-hmm. 45 minutes a day. That's it. Mm-hmm. And obviously with EV adoption growing, that number is going to go up and you're going to see better. But when you do it on that model, you're cash flow positive day 1. Your year 1 is a positive year on the investment. Year 2 right. is positive and it's going to grow as the device gets more and more paid off. It's fantastic.
1: I, I mean, I can't imagine a better scenario.
2: <laughs> know,
1: what am seriously. I doing behind this
2: mic? I gotta go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I gotta go install some can, uh, EV
1: charging. We stations. can.
0: Make, we can. We'll start our own little VAR business and start making some right. money off of Right. Yeah. Ourselves. Absolutely. Hundred yeah. percent. We have an inside track on them too. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, this is good stuff. Um, well, all right. Well, when you think, you think about that, no, right not there? only that, but
1: you know, it's additional value-added services. Look, once you, once you, you know how resellers think, well, yeah. right? I mean, this is just another way of getting in front of them. But there's, you know, you can leverage it. As a way to get into mm-hmm. new customers, maybe there's that there's that hotel down the street or that retail that you have never been able to get into, you know, uh, as a yeah. part of your normal business. But now you've got a truly unique offering that you can walk into, become a new partner of theirs, a new solution integrator, and then think of all the ways that you become that trusted partner now moving forward yeah. uh, with with future business. So Very good absolutely. point could make you mm-hmm. give you
0: a competitive advantage, you know, like hey, I know you're using you know the other crew over here for most of your needs right now, but if they talk to you about E V charging yet. No. uh, All right, well let's let's chat about that a little bit. You get embedded and next thing you know you're the you're the you're guy the, you're the guy for everything yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. yeah yeah, and who doesn't want to diversify their their offerings I mean mm-hmm. if you're a reseller I know you and I John we talk about this ad nauseum in the, in the sense that well if you're just a one trick pony you're probably going to be dying or not <laughs> yeah. in business within the next few years right. so a diversification of your product portfolio is the way to go this is a hot new topic a hot new product I mean, Why, you know that's why we're really excited as right. you can tell right. about yeah. bringing it uh, to our customer base to enable them to grow their business
0: yeah i mean mean, we would not be doing this if we didn't feel like we were backing it up and that there was something actually viable there you know we're not big fans of advertising ourselves and blue star you know necessarily if if it means you know but if this means there's opportunity for our vars for them to go out to grow their business to expand to add something to their tech stack as you always like to say yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean that that's why we're having this conversation because there really is some great opportunity there And, and more importantly the opportunity is there because it has to happen like there's just no there's no way we're backing off of this we're not going to suddenly you know in the next year or two suddenly decide you know what never mind we're just fossil fuels <laughs> all the way forget it you know <laughs> let's scrap all those EVs you know we're yeah. not we're not doing this it's yeah. not going to happen
1: no we're yeah no matter where you land politically I mean it, it's going to happen right? yeah exactly. in the sense that it what kind of needs to happen for for growth to <laughs> to continue to to happen out there but it's 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 fascinating but it, it is truly one just one of those moments where you sit there and you think to yourself oh my god we are at like this the beginning of this tsunami that's about to happen yeah. I mean, that when you talk about true emerging technologies okay I mean you can look at other things and we are we look at robotics and stuff like that but um, and then that all come as well but this is truly just a uh, so unique
0: of an yeah, opportunity yeah, definitely yeah. all right well, we're going to explain a little more to you the VAR how you can get in on this and, and how you can work with us to get involved in EVC SaaS in a moment but first as always thank you so much to the sponsors of the tech connect podcast the tech connect program we appreciate your support of us to make this happen,
1: the long uh, list, to the long list. list yes, yeah, that we, we cannot wrap. Every on. now
0: and then we'll <laughs> run through it when I can actually be looking at it, but this isn't one of those days. Uh, <laughs> if you like the show, we need to hear from you. If you've got thoughts about all this, if you're like, hey, I'd love to hear a little bit more about X portion of this, mm-hmm. uh, drop us a drop us a note. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, mm-hmm. hit the like button, leave us a comment. Uh, if you're subscribed on any podcast platform, if there's any opportunity to rate and review the show, do that. You know, you can leave some comments there. I, I check out. The I look for these reviews. I'm happy to read them on air and yeah. relay questions if you got them. I don't mind, uh, you know. And also suggest topics to us. I you was wanna... going to
1: say maybe they have a, a, an emerging tech they want us to evaluate. There you go. Exactly. We're, we're opinionated type of people. E- even
0: if it's not something that we're currently, you know, involved in, we're happy to to, to do the diligence, give research, give us our take, find mm-hmm. someone who can, you know, talk about it or something. So send those topics into us. There's always a link in our show notes where you can go and submit a topic to us of your choice. By doing so, we will send you a text. Connect podcast t-shirt
1: boom just like that that
0: symbol just a nice summer wear nice summer soft comfortable t-shirt just for telling us hey here's what i'd like to hear about on the show doesn't matter if we even use it or not we're gonna send you that t-shirt just for taking the time to clickety clock. Ben, do you have a shirt?
2: I don't have oh a shirt. My gosh. I feel I like I need a shirt. get Yeah. I think <laughs>
0: we might you. still have some up in the front office yeah, here. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll grab it on the way out if we have to. So uh and of course, if you want to stay connected with us on a regular basis, first of all, follow Blue Star on LinkedIn. Uh, it's always where you can find out great content of what we're what we're doing, where we are. We always do recaps of the podcast. We have our end user surveys. Uh Ben's posting great stuff on on LinkedIn. Follow him. You're going to see all kinds of cool stuff about the EV charging world and some other emerging technologies he's working on too. And of course, you can also reach out to us anytime directly on Twitter at Tech Connect Pod or email us techconnectedbluestarinc.com. All right, let's wrap things up here. So, our value of the VAR today. I just want to I want to make sure our VARS understand what they can do next in order to get in on this. Someone, oh, so
1: I mean, we, We've sold them on yeah, the idea, I'm, now I'm, what do we do? Exactly. So <laughs> hey, if you're yeah.
0: all hyped up and you're like, man, I gotta get in on this. I, I see the opportunity, these guys are right. I wanna be the this selling what... the iPhone before the iPhone or the iPod, <laughs> iPod or whatever it was. I wanna yeah. be the, that person. So if they're interested in EV sales, where do they get started? How are we gonna help them get into this?
2: They need to contact me. I've set up a fantastic training program. I'm gonna take you A to Z all the way through and make sure your entire sales team's ready to go. Nice. Ready to quote it, ready to talk about it, and ready to understand all the nuances that that go into EV charging and battery load management. There you go. That's right.
0: I, I wasn't going to directly single you out and say like you know contact Ben, but now you throw it out. The I'm like yep, the man. Like, yep, he's the man. Contact us. I'll give him. I'll, I'll give you his email address. I'll yep. put you right in touch with him. He's more than happy to chat about it. So
1: we have some resources too. We should put yes. it in the show notes. We've got an EV SaaS uh, 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 landing page. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, things of that nature. There's a form there you can fill out to to get in
0: touch with Ben. Uh, as well. Yeah, and you can just see what they look like cuz they just look cool. It's one of those things I oh, yeah. I love looking at these things. Yeah, I lo- I love it when I come to the office and I see the the chargers we yeah, have out front. Nice. Yep. I looks just it's nice. it's really cool. It's again, we were we were talking on the way over here like I'm I'm all about my next vehicle going to be at, at, at the absolute least a hybrid if not fully EV, probably fully EV by that point, mm-hmm. point. and I'm I'm gung-ho about the idea of having places like this to, you know, to come charged up so. get some gas. Yeah. So then look at it and I'm like, "Man, I want to use that. Can I use that?" <laughs> Just park park my car next to it that has you know that's just a gas guzzler and pretend I'm pretend I'm part of the crowd so right oh anything else you wanted to add on getting involved Dardeen
1: no I mean okay. uh, Ben he's been with us as you know for nine months but he is way deep in it right now yeah. awesome resource uh, knows what he's talking about already connected into the ecosystem. Um, I would highly recommend getting in in, in contact with yeah, us. Yeah, no definitely. Doubt.
0: Yeah, and if you're hitting up any shows, if you're coming to Vartech, any kind of shows that we—how many shows we're have at, you done in so like he's, the last he's all six over, yeah.
2: it's, it's it's ridiculous. Been a lot. Yeah. yeah, you'll see me at shows. Uh. <laughs> Okay. I've been to Vegas more times this year than I care to admit. Right, there you go. <laughs> uh, and that's not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> uh,
0: I guess after a while you just get tired of it. It's just like, yeah, I'm just here for the
2: show. We it's always fun else. getting in yeah. front of our customers and working with our VARs and, and seeing it live in action in the booth. So there it goes. For it's a sure. good
0: time. Love it. For
2: sure. Awesome.
0: Well, as always, let's wrap up the show with our favorite segment, What's Tech Connecting with You? This is where we get to chat about anything in the world of science, tech, business innovation yes. that we just yes. feel like we feel like talking about it. something just on top of mind right now so Ben yeah. what's tech connecting with you right now
2: well I'm gonna make you feel a little nostalgic by bringing you back to the future to okay. let you know that in 2024 the DeLorean is back with an EV whoa wow, that's really? pretty cool classic styling it's a little bit more rounded than the original model but nice. they kept the gullwing doors um, nice well they have to yeah you gotta know, do uh, uh, who makes DeLorean DeLorean? So no, nobody makes DeLorean. DeLorean, <laughs> the name, the rights to the name were bought in the 1990s by a guy down in Texas who uh, owned a restoring specifically for DeLorean. Get out uh, of town. And he has uh, done all the paperwork and moved forward. And they, they just released, Car and Driver released the images and 2024 release date of the DeLorean. That Get out fantastic. of town. That thing will sell like a hot cake. It really you know? will. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. That's all, now, I
0: mean, does it pretty much look the same? Are they you it's, know, a little, it's it a little? It's a
2: little bit more modern, but yeah. you, you can definitely tell without reading the badging on it that right, it's a DeLorean. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: sweet. Like the profile is very DeLorean esque. Yeah. So you know. I, I
0: have to wonder: does that mean we're going to get a new Back to the Future film? Like, I know there's I hope been, so. I know there's been plenty of people saying that was going to happen at some point, at, and and yeah. and obviously I think you a new know, cast. Yeah, see, yeah. we're kind of beyond. Yeah. You know, right. I, I don't know Christopher well, Lloyd might still be game for it. I mean, he's still yeah. he's still that's true. You know? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed
2: betting on the Cubs <laughs> winning the World Series with their prediction, so I need another movie so I can <laughs> make the play. With there it. you go. There you go.
0: Yeah. So all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty mm-hmm. good one.
2: Yeah. I can't. I got. What do you got? Yeah, Google
0: let's <laughs> yeah, no doubt. We're gonna be all over that.
1: All right, my friend. So I'm going down a, a path here. Engineer here's the headline. Okay. Engineers build the first house from concrete blended with what do you think? disposable diapers, oh, no. okay? So researchers <laughs> yeah, that suggest that, that shredding no. diaper material can replace up to 40% of the sand used in concrete production. John, are you are you, are you in the... Mo- no, you already I'm built a house. The, well, ben, are you getting a house anytime yeah. soon? I'm building a
2: house right now, but it's are, not Are you be using out disposable diapers? diapers, sir? Now, are these used disposable diapers or just disposable <laughs> diapers? <laughs> well, I'm going to go, I don't know, dude, but in an attempt I to mean,
0: solve two environmental problems... I mean, why would you take problems, brand new diapers and do this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, right? Now, I've you're just throwing them away. (laughs) Uh, researchers at the University of Kitsuyasu in Japan have found that shredding diapers can be used to replace nine to 40 percent of the sand used in making concrete without reducing its strength. So, you know, which is really important, right? I mean, you got to have the strength behind the concrete that you're doing. I haven't sold you on this yet. There you go. (laughs)
2: I mean, uh, I uh, I can agree. Do you want a house made out of poop or not? No, but I mean those (laughs) diapers do hold, you know, a lot of liquids without leaking. And I've been impressed having a Uh, two year old. That is some pretty
0: uh, potent technology they got there. I don't know if I'm gonna be calling the contractor.
1: Everybody's gotta do their part to you know ratchet down what is it, the fifty billion tons of sand used every year. They contribute seven (laughs) percent to the global greenhouse, whatever.
0: So I don't this is
1: one of those cases where I think they're going a little bit too far, right? You know, you don't I need mean, to get into disposable. I mean, diapers. I
0: suppose maybe it's not going to like, I mean, I, maybe we're talking like a proof of concept here of like, okay. <laughs> well, they I proved don't. the concept. We know, we they know got what the we're doing. Yeah. But then again, I also think like, if that's a thing, like, I, I'm I'm, bummed that I'm past the diaper stage with my kiddo. That <laughs> I couldn't missed have missed opportunity. Because, yeah. You, because because you were going to build a shed. Yeah. Those, what were you, you going to do
1: with that? All yeah. those
0: bags that oh, I've had of if endless, I could have sold those.
1: Yes. And made a little money off it. Yeah. You know, felt better about, you know, your control. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty neat, <laughs> but I think I'm more likely to buy the DeLorean than a house made out of diapers. Yeah.
1: That's fair. That's this, fair. This is true. Oh well. Okay. So okay. that's what's
2: tech connecting with me.
1: Houses
0: made out of diapers. John, what do you well, got? Well, on a somewhat related note, have you ever heard of the term <laughs> wish cycling? We, no. no. So apparently cycling. it's the, the idea of recycling, but the fact that people apparently recycle with wishful items that they think they should be able to recycle and are oh, throwing into their bins but aren't. Yes. Oh my kids. A,
1: my kids are totally. Yeah, wish I cyclers, know. recyclers, yeah, hundred percent.
0: Like yeah, this can yeah, go in yeah. recycling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it can't go in recycling. <laughs> but, but but let's be honest, it's also extremely confusing sometimes. And, yeah. and oh, for sure. And, and this article, which as always, you know, we got these links in the show notes here. But this article came from the conversation, and they're a, a British publication because apparently Britain is actually going to kind of start trying to crack down on this. Oh, what insh- you put and, and ensure ah. exactly what is and isn't being used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they point out that like you can be in a neighborhood where street to street, if you're using different vendors, might have different expectations. Mm. Or different, you know, parameters about what you can and can't recycle. Mm-hmm. And I know mine has done that. They've they've changed over the years mm-hmm. where, you know, at one point it was like strictly like bottles, plastic cardboard, that's it. You know, And it had to be very specific types right. of bottles yeah, plastic yeah, 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 and yeah, cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. And then they've loosened it up a little bit, and they've added more stuff, and they've done that a couple times. And now I'm at the point where I well, just I don't they, know. Well, well, I think
1: they've loosened it up because they just throw it in with the trash anyway at this yeah. point, right? I know.
0: And that's it. That's the unfortunate it's voodoo. part. voodoo. Because behind the scenes, if you go research this, you find out that probably a, more than, oh, well over half, oh, yeah. even three there, quarters yeah, yeah. of what you're probably throwing in recycling doesn't actually done, end up yeah. getting recycled yeah, yeah. for one reason or another, either because yeah. it's too Dirty to recycle? To expensive. Recycles, too expensive. Yeah, all right. It's not actually accepted. So in what's your this area. article saying now? So they're basically saying that the UK is out, the UK government has outlined a goal of recycling. They they're setting the target for 65 percent of all household waste to be recycled by 2035. Wow. With no more than 10 percent of this waste ending up in landfill.
1: I got diapers. Yeah,
0: but it says yeah. it, <laughs> it says a recent survey shows that 80 percent of UK households are still unclear on how to recycle effectively. Sure. Doesn't need washing out. Can I flatten items? What what do I do if the car Cardboard gets wet, all this oh, kind of geez, stuff. So yeah. I, it's one of those things that, you know, I, I've always – I was on board with recycling early, even though I also kind of think like why do I pay extra to recycle, to recycle? when the whole idea is that I'm supposed to be, you know, helping. Right. Th- I don't yeah. know. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. It, but I'm at least trying to be environmentally conscious. One of those small sure. ways I feel like I For can sure. do it. Yeah. And then you start finding out over time that probably most of what I'm sticking in that bin every week is yeah. – not actually yeah, getting or paying to stick into the bin. That yeah, weird. exactly, <laughs> exactly. The a premium extra. to do that.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <No>. So, <laughs> well, we'll get yeah. you
2: green with an EV. There, there, you go.
0: That's that's right. That can be my. That can be a way I can legitimately feel good about doing it. So until someone tells me that somehow that's not working. Yet. Right. So, yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. So that is what's tech connecting with us. Ben Simon, thank you so much for thank joining us today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it having you on the show. We'll probably have Ben back actually in the future to talk a little bit more about some of that uh, programmatic signage. maybe. Yeah. Yes, you know, and get, uh, absolutely. Get yeah, we in, had to tease that, that a little bit today. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. uh, we do have to unplug for the day, but until next time, uh, you know, go out and get involved in this EV charger thing, man. I mean, no, no doubt, dude. Seriously. It's yep feels like i mean i know people think money hanging from trees is just a myth but this one yeah
2: this is money hanging from trees yeah, there you go <laughs>
0: this one feels like there's a little more opportunity there than usual and um you know i don't know we'll recycle your diapers i guess yes please uh hey what about adult diapers
2: oh didn't, didn't even go, go there I mean, yes your walls there, there you go <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right right, we're a lot more fibers yes. we're done here and until next time please stay connected <laughs> Technic Podcast is brought to you by EWO. All right. Are you looking to meet the needs of both hospitality and retail customers and their employees, as well as busy on-the-go consumers?
1: I mean, you should.
0: I mean, if you're out there selling a you know EV solution to Ooh, hospitality and retail, right? maybe, yes. maybe you know, sell some other stuff to them also. You know? I would think so. We're in the process of doing that. You know, start having a conversation about EV. Yes, sir. Yes, well, yes sir. The new Elo M60 Pay is a mm. mobile POS computer designed to support everyday business. It's a rugged enterprise-grade all-in-one device with six-inch HD touch display, Android 10 OS. Qualcomm. Qualcomm Snapdragon 660 octa-core processor. What? I'll never get over saying that. (laughs) So much fun to say. Octacore, Octocore. Yes, like a Bond villain. Or <laughs> Have something. you seen like, this device, by the way? Yes, it's sexy. sweet. Yeah, yes. really nice. Yeah, we yep. remember we had on, on a commercial on BoDeAp Tech. You yes, know, that's plug, right. plug for the defunct Blue Star <laughs> cooking show. Cooking we're, show. Yeah, go check out that playlist. You can still, you can yeah. still watch it. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the the M60 has all the requisite connectivity options. So you know, we've talked about it before. I'm uh, not a big shopping guy. And mm-hmm. Restaurants I find annoying too. Yes. If you just want to get on the
1: go, you want frictionless. Yeah. I know you. Especially you when you, you got kiddos, you know what yeah, that's like, yeah, yeah.
0: And, you're, and they get restless and they're yep. done. They want to go. Absolutely, want to be able to pay quickly. You know mm-hmm, how nice mm-hmm. is it when your hostess, you know, or your host can come to you and and you know, Zippity-doo. just give you a device, you can yeah. pay right there, there and move on. Yeah, yeah, I like that stuff. That's the M60. So the M60 helps out with that by having all kinds of uh, payment, integrated payment capabilities to speed customers along wherever they are. All right, so uh, it's equipped for dip, tap, and swipe. Not <laughs> a TikTok dance. Once again, I'm just point that out.
1: And you don't want me uh, doing that. The, <laughs>
0: So that means it accepts EMV cards with chips, NFC contactless payments for cards and mobile devices, and traditional Magstripe cards as well. You know, yeah, if you're still using those for, for that some
1: old technology. Yeah. You
0: know, uh perfect for table side service, line busting, curbside pickup, anywhere your customers need to accept payments. So if I was out shopping, someone hands me that, I'd probably be, you know, like on board with them even a little bit more like I'm going, 100%. I'm coming back here yeah. just because they're cool. You have this. Your service could be terrible, your food could be nasty. But, but you got great equipment. But you got great equipment and it made it easy for me to pay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little more. My bar's a little higher than that. <laughs> to learn about more about this amazing device, check out the link in the show notes or contact the Blue Star ELO team. Technic Podcast is also brought to you by Zebra. Hey, resellers! What? Should yes. Just make, make sure we got everyone's Good attention. Good Lord, you just scared me. <laughs> Now we know you like promotions, discounts, cash rewards, instant rebates. Holy moly, yeah. I mean, we get it. We were, what in, do you got here, we John? were in sales before. We know oh, that kind of stuff. percent, perks, yeah. Perks sales people That's going to motivate some folks. Yeah. So, promos- so you got my
1: attention. Yeah, there Keep you go. going.
0: Promotions can help you get a deal over the finish line. It can encourage a stock up. It can pad out your margins mm. or just put a little bit of cash in mm-hmm, your pocket. Mm-hmm, if you get it. Mm-hmm. Well, Zebra's got you covered. They've got an ongoing array of promotions through Blue Star. So here are just a few that of they're offering uh, in June 2023 and beyond. Mobile printer instant. Discount, Nice. Uh, 2D and healthcare scanner cash rewards. Ooh. An RFID Sleds instant rebate. Holy moly. The Go Zebra trade-in program and so many more.
1: Yeah. I mean, you want to close out the month, right? Yeah. Here we are, June, halfway through the year. There you go. Might be a little soft, some people say. What do you need? You need some promotions there you like go. that. Make so it happen.
0: You can find all of Zebra's current promotions by checking out the link in the show notes or visiting the promotions tab at bluestarinc.com.